Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. All right, here we go. <laughs> just Jokes on with you. you. Watch. I'm gonna put that little noise thing <laughs> into the podcast. See, just being with you, I feel a little a little better. <laughs> hey, singers! Welcome back to another Sing Better Fast podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Vendera, or your co-host, and my other co-host sitting here beside me, actually across from me in the other part of the world, actually four hours from here by plane in California. So we're really looking at each other on the internet. Ben Valen. How you doing, Benny? Hello. How's it going? What do you want to talk about today? Well, got a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but uh, as always, you know, you and I are both blabbermouths, but today's topic is <laughs> one of the reasons people don't practice much is because they think they're too loud and they're going to disturb other people. So that's a topic we want to cover today. Yeah, somebody just emailed me the other day. I, I can't practice because of my neighbors and my walls are so thin. So I think this is a great topic. Uh, I think we can help everybody out so we can figure something out to do. So I'll let you start off. What do you think that we can do if you okay, can't sure. practice? So this is a common question. And before I jump into the answer, I want to start out with if it's your friends or family or if it's people that you live with and you know, you know each other. For some of them, you practicing they don't necessarily have a problem with you making noises. The problem is that you're trying to improve yourself and develop a skill. And some of them feel intimidated by this. A lot of people wish that they could sing, but if you are actually practicing, it's a lot easier for someone to kind of try to shut you down than it is for them to also practice. Because if you get better over the course of a few months or years at singing, and you've been practicing the whole time, and the people that you know or live with, wish they could, they could sing and they have not improved over that same amount of time they feel like you know they feel like they've missed out or they haven't been chasing what matters to them and so if you do have friends or family who tell you you know to shut up or you know can you not do that while I'm at home or you know can you go across the street or whatever some of that not everyone and some may not even be doing it consciously but for some people who say that type of stuff it's because you are chasing what matters to you, and that's intimidating to them because they are not doing the same thing. So I want to plant that there. I'm not saying all people who do that are. Some people just really kind of don't really want to hear the sounds, but um, kind of want you to just know that. So if you are getting complaints, hey, you're practicing too much or you're too loud, uh, you should take that as a pat on the back because that means you're working and you're improving so so don't let that shut you down so anyway um i gotta add something <laughs> yeah go for it jamie thank god mom i love you i drew i know i drove my mother crazy because i used to sing vinnie vincent and bullet boys and nitro in the shower every day <clears throat> when i lived at home as a teenager god bless her she never said a word now years later she let me know like oh my god your voice is so loud it drove me crazy but i wanted to support you yeah uh, but then my wife I remember saying I'll be in the shower or something. She'd be in another room. I'll be like, was it too loud? She's like, all hers. You know, (laughs) so so I'm like, well, thanks. Thanks, wife. Luckily, I didn't listen to her. (laughs) 
<laughs> I probably will right. be cracking glasses today. But yeah, that can be a deterrent. So sure. what can we do about it? Well, I know some people, it's funny, Ben and I actually received videos from some of the students in Vendera Vocal Academy. They're like, check me out. I'm in my car. And maybe they caught on to that because when I wrote Raise Your Voice, that's how I developed it. I would do exercises to work and back from work, uh, which is not a bad thing if we're talking about warming up and singing. Always take advantage of that time in the car just to make sure that you are getting in practice time. You can go set out in your car and practice if it's bothering somebody in the apartment. But then other people will be like, well, I can't do that either. The streets are busy. Uh, what can I do? So what else could we do? Well, I mean, you, you don't have to like actually drive. I mean, you can practice while you're driving. Don't like hyperventilate and make sure you're paying attention to the road and stuff. But you could also just go sit in your car like in the garage or, on you know, if you're parked out in the street, just stay in your car as long as it's not like too cold or whatever out. Um, another thing I would recommend doing if you have not already for the people you live with, just tell them, hey, singing matters to me and this is a big part of my life and I promise to not do this just to annoy you, but I'm developing a skill. And so sometimes I'll make weird noises and I'm not trying to bug you, but this matters to me. So I'd appreciate, you know, what well, you know about it. Right. And you're right. I actually, not that my wife cares, but you know, she, when she's studying or working, uh, I've got my studio in my basement, and even though it's soundproofed, I've got other setups. Like I use these uh, clear sonic panels uh, that are just foldable, portable sound booth panels, and I have several of them in here. Plus, I got like an editor, editor's keys vocal booth pro on a mic stand that surrounds my mic. So when I'm recording a song or I'm down here shattering glasses preparing for a TV show. It doesn't drive her or my dog nuts. Plus, the, the the other side of it is, you know, even though I've been doing this for years, I'm still a human being. So I'm still like every one of you, whether you're a beginner or not, where you get self-conscious. You're like, oh, my God, am, am I bugging? You know, the shattering glass really sounds stupid. I know I'm going to bust my dog's eardrums or my wife's on the phone or da-da-da-da-da. Um, so it, it works both ways. And if you're self-conscious about it, you're not going to put your full heart into it. So... You know, if, right. if you have a place, maybe in the basement, and you want to get some clear sonic panels, that would work. Another thing, <clears throat> if you go to eBay or anywhere and you look for those sound dampening um, blankets for like moving, hauling blankets, and you can't see this because, um, you know, this is just audio, but Ben can see behind me. I got some of those blankets hanging on the wall. They're pretty thick and heavy, and they will dampen the sound and help to to take down a few decibels <laughs> i had to avoid making a that's what she said joke <laughs> sorry uh well, i think we're all adults here <laughs> if you're offended just email me and yeah me and we won't and we won't reply <laughs> <laughs> all right what else benny what can we do what do you so, do yeah um a few things so as uh we mentioned before i think in I don't know, one of these episodes. So there's a uh, Dr. Vokes is what it's called. Oh, and uh, there's the pocket Vokes. Uh, right. And there's the pocket Vokes. So I'll just, you can go, is the drvox.com? No, it's d-o-c-t-o-r-v-o-x.com. Okay. So it's Dr. Vokes uh, with doctor spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R, not just the letters D-R. Yes. Uh, so drvokes.com. Uh, and uh, it's awesome. So, there is, uh, it's a device that uh, Dr. Denizoglu made that you can uh, vocalize into it, and it's, uh, 
goes into water. And so you vocalize, and this has many benefits. One is your volume is drastically reduced. So if you're concerned about that, that's awesome. Secondly, um, it actually makes you use less air in order to vocalize. A very common reason that people blow out their voices or get tired or they get worn out during or after practice or performances is because they just use too much air. So this device helps you uh, train yourself to get the same volume, the same resonance, the same projection, the same tone with less air. And the less air you use, the longer you can sing um, a note and the longer you can sing continuously uh, before you get tired and worn out and dried out. So uh, that's the Dr. Vokes. Another thing that I do is um, sometimes what I'll do is I'll take like a towel or a small blanket and then I fold it up and then I use it to cover my mouth and nose. But I don't like, you know, block it to prevent myself from breathing. I actually just kind of fold it over my nose like a like a teepee and that doesn't obstruct my breathing. I can still breathe normally um, and I can still, you know, if I need to make lip bubbles or vocalize normally and I don't block my lips. I don't change anything. I don't block the air coming in or out. Um, but it does drastically bring down the volume. And so that's another thing you can do if, uh, I really like that idea. I um, There was a video 20-something years ago. There was a band called Hardline, and the singer was Johnny Gioelli. Uh, him and his brother were in the band, and Neil Sean from Journey was in the band. And Johnny was a phenomenal singer, and he, he wrote a, created a vocal training video called Vocal Endurance. Now, this is way back when nobody was doing this, except maybe Jim Gillette and Seth Riggs and Thomas Appel. Great video. I love it. I wish it was still out. But I remember him saying, don't like cover your whole head and hold a pillow on your head. I guess he knew some people would do that to warm up and scream into the pillow. He, he said it was vocal suicide. I don't really think it was vocal suicide. I've tried it, but it does feel like it's stifling and muffling. And then you don't know how loud you're, you're, you know, doing your exercises. Whereas if you do, like you said, and fold a towel, uh, you have much more control. You know, your ears are not blocked. Uh, you can breathe and pull the towel away. So, right. Yeah, so that's another uh, good way to do it. Another is, um, I know, Jamie, something that we talk about in, so in your book, Raise Your Voice, you talk about this quite a bit. And also we discuss it a lot on uh, the live group training sessions that we do as part of the Vendera Vocal Academy. And uh, for those who don't know, the live group training sessions is at least one time a month. Uh, Jamie and I get on uh, a group video call and we have um, a handful of singers from around the world, some of our academy students, jump on, we ask questions, do vocal demonstrations. And so uh, for much less than the price of a lesson with Jamie, um, for the less than the price of a 45 minute lesson with Jamie, you get everything in the academy. Plus we get these hour long, sometimes they go a bit longer than an hour, uh, hangouts with Jamie and you know it's really cool to talk to other singers and get some input ask questions get demonstrations it's we call it a group lesson but anyway in some of these we've talked about different ways so one thing you can do to bring down the volume is humming so you can hum and practice your falsetto you can practice full voice you can practice uh, transitioning from falsetto to full voice you can do it extremely lightly to really try to minimize the breath pressure that you use uh, I find it's a great way to cut down on the volume and air pressure when we need to. And, and we use that a lot for warming up, but, but I know that students will be saying, but Jamie, I'm doing uh, lip bubbles, which are fine. The humming's fine, but what about open vowels? I'm doing some of your sirens or I'm doing uh, vocal scales. 
and it's still, I can't go out in the car. I don't have a car right now, but I'm driving the people next door. So nuts are pounding on the walls. Well, um, I'd found uh, from another student had turned me on to a device called the belt box maybe a couple years ago. And if you've read Raise Your Voice, you know I support a lot of products and it's not because I'm making money off them. It's because if they work, they work and I want to support them. So I bought me a belt box and it looks so cool. We're looking at it right now. It's felt and it's really nice, but then I put it up to my face and I can't do lip bubbles. I can't, uh, there's not a lot that I can do, but you can hear it really cuts down on the sound. So I, I really couldn't support it. And, and recently, I don't, they followed me on, uh, I, on um, Twitter is what it was. And I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, that doesn't look like the belt box I remember. So I click on their site and lo and behold, they have created a new version. And this new version, which I just got, is a two-piece uh, foam and rubber that you can actually use in a shower. It has a strap to put it around your face. And this thing is amazing. Uh, it has nostril holes. You can actually breathe. I can do my lip bubbles. I can do so much more with this belt box. And we had we talked about this in the hangout the other night. And I said, "Hey guys, let me do some sirens. What do you think?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, look, you look like a Bane from uh, you know Batman, but, <laughs> but but it works." So you know, it's in their website is belt your face off. B e l t y a f a c e off.com if you want to check them out tom jamie sent you jamie and ben but i love this thing so much now i'm, I'm taking it with me when i do tv shows because i still get a little self-conscious when i'm doing my sirens and e-screams and stuff to get ready to shatter glass or sing so this belt box it fits right in my can fit right in my suitcase and it'll be perfect uh another device really quick and i'll hand it back over to benny that i use is called the vocal acoustic monitor the vam which actually is more for you to hear yourself. And that may be part of the problem, singers. You may be just uh, singing a little too loud. Maybe you'll learn to back it down. And I used to do it when I was younger by cupping my hand around my ear and pulling it forward. Well, then I found out about the vocal acoustic monitor and they sent me one. And this thing is amazing. It's like a water slide for your voice. It can attach to a microphone or you can hold it in your hand. And it actually places the sound of your voice up into one ear without blowing your ear out. It's, it's really phenomenal. I think it's at gotvam.com, G-O-T-V-A-M.com, or vamacoustics.com. I believe either one will work. But I yep, use you can also just search Google for vocal acoustic monitor VAM, and it'll come right up. Yeah, so uh, I, I love it. I, I love both of these products. I'm, I'm a little vocal product geek, uh, <laughs> as many as I can have. Uh, any other thoughts, Benny? Yeah, sure. So... Uh, when it comes to like if you're performing on stage or whatever, it's kind of common if singers can't hear themselves to sing louder. Um, and so this is a common problem. And I'm pretty sure anyone who's performed on stage is already familiar with this problem. So the VAM can work for that. I believe they have a clear one. Yeah, um, and then, of course, you have in-ear monitors and a bunch of different things you can use. Um, what's really important, though, is when practicing... If you want to work on your projection and your volume, you can do that and you should do it if that's what you're going for, but do it safely. Don't blow out your throat. Don't go really loud and scream and hurt your voice and now you have to take a week off. You can push the volume, but do it safely, right? Um, and so if that's what you're working on, if you're working on projection and volume, um, then using something like with the methods that we've discussed, the devices that we've discussed should help with that. Just really make sure. Don't think that 
you know, so actually, Jamie, let me ask you, what's the loudest? Tell, what, how loud do you get when you shatter glasses? <laughs> well, I generally go about 105 to 110 decibels, and uh, the average singer is maybe like 85, 90. And I have been tested at over 120, uh, both by Meyer Sound and by a audio team uh, at the ENT uh, department at High State University. So it gets pretty, pretty loud. Yeah, so you can get pretty loud without hurting your voice as long as you train properly and do it well. So I'm actually looking up, um, you know, so 110 decibels, that's about the volume of a chainsaw that's like three feet away or so. Um, you know, a, a jet aircraft is 140 decibels. Um, and so you can get really loud if you want to, just be sure to train it safely. And while you're training safely, working on your volume, um, just be sure to, you know, muffle if you need to, but don't let it get in the way of your ability to breathe or to vocalize correctly. No, absolutely. Uh, bottom line is you have to practice. You have to figure out something, whether you're getting some of these, uh, let me look back again, the clear sonic panels, or you get some of these uh, sound dampening blankets. Just shut up, Benny. <laughs> 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 or you get a belt box or a VAM, you know, you need something to cut it down uh, and to deal with it. And I think after time, especially like Benny said, if it's some of your relatives or roommates, when they understand what you're going for, that that may be the only issue. And once you work right. it out with them, you know, then, then you'll get some of that confidence back and you won't feel that way. And again, we don't want you to be rushed because Benny was talking about, you know, don't, don't, you're, you can get as loud as you want, but don't get loud for the sake of getting loud. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I've only got 10 minutes to practice because my neighbors are coming home. So then what does a singer try to do? Well, I want to try to hit the very, very top of my range, like now. And it doesn't work that way. You need you need quality time, which is why we developed the B24.rocks, you know, so they would take their time to, uh, to build right. up their voice. So don't don't rush it to the top you want to gradually warm up so you can work on your projection but you have to have the means to make you feel confident definitely i have nothing more to add on that um just if if it is a problem with people around you i would strongly advise see if you can work it out if it's a self-confidence issue of a oh i'm too loud maybe you're maybe you're too loud that's possible but maybe you just don't feel as confident about singing and if that's what it is then you kind of have to reflect, look at yourself, and eventually it doesn't come overnight, but you kind of have to reach the point where that's not something that makes you feel like, oh, I don't know if I should be doing this. And well, I guess one thing left to add before we go is, okay, say you're in a position, I can't go out to my car, people are home, I don't have a belt box or a VAM, I can't get these sound dampening blankets, you're making every excuse in the world, you can still practice and sing. I, we do something that's called cardio singing, where our singers are running on a treadmill or jumping on a trampoline, and they sing as tiny, as tiny as they can possibly get to where they sound like a fly. So you can do this with your vocal exercises. You can do this with your songs. It doesn't mean it's the full weight of what you would do when you're rehearsing with your band or out gigging, but you're still getting to work out your voice. So there, there is absolutely no reason that you cannot sing or practice. You can always find a way, and I believe we've given you all the tips that you need in this in this blog <laughs> well i'm i can be uh, kind of sarcastic and uh <laughs> kind of wise about stuff sometimes if you want to <laughs> if you have a mic and like a you know speaker hook that thing up 
practice as loud as you can and make everyone mad. And then and then the next time they complain <laughs> that you're too loud to say, just well, I mean, I can I'll just turn the mic, you know, I'll just turn the, the monitor off and that'll bring the volume down. So that's not actually that useful of a tip. If you do that, you probably will make some people mad. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> you you get it out in front of you and it's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. OK. Oh, fine. 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 I'll turn off the microphone. And then you're yeah. still louder, like, well, that's so much better. So, yep, for sure. <laughs> well, uh, I guess this is it for this blog. Yep, for sure. And Maybe. and you can expect more uh, quality vocal tips like that from us in the coming episodes. More also, in the coming episodes, uh, we'll soon have some interviews with some guest speakers, perhaps other singers, uh, some of Jamie's students who are professional touring musicians, as well as other music industry professionals, uh, ENTs, um, people who I think you would uh, benefit from listening to. So that's that's part of our goal with this podcast. If you are not already on the Sing Better Fast podcast uh, notification list, you can sign up for that on our website. Don't worry, it's free to do that singbetterfast.com you'll get notices anytime we have a new episode coming out if we uh, are looking for ideas if we want your questions anything like that you can make sure you're on the email list and always you're welcome to email us directly send us any feedback you have if you like the topic don't like the topic you know sometimes we'll we'll listen to it if you don't like the topic sometimes and so we'll just add eh, don't worry about it just don't listen to that one and <laughs> but yeah so that's at singbetterfast.com and that's everything i have for the day jamie any last words oh yeah we'll see you next time on the sing better fast i want to say this right it's kind of hard to say really fast the sing better fast podcast the sing better fast podcast i can't say it sing three better times fast. Right. Sing well, better fast podcast there we go. we'll see you i'm not even gonna to try to say it three times you, you guys at home <laughs> practice saying sing better fast podcast three times in a row and by the time you get it we'll have another blog out S send us if you can do it three times in a row send a recording of it to us email it to us and you'll get a prize I guarantee it. If you can do that, you sound like a, like a, you know, sold, 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 you know, <laughs> sound like an, one of those auctioneer guys. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what we're going to get. 50 auctioneers listening to this. And I got Perfect. this. I, I, I wonder if we have any auctioneers <laughs> listening who are just like, I hope so. Just made fun of them. <laughs> well, I don't want to be offended. I want them to send it in so they can get that. Free do it. Just do it. Send it in. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you next podcast. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.